Welcome to the Movies Beer and Cleaning Products Podcast hosted by Bradley and Jacob, a show where a couple of uninsightful Philistines talk about film. In this episode, the boys take a look at the nominees for the 93rd Academy Awards, then dive deep into the slog that is Zack Snyder's crappy, four-hour long cut of Justice League. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and germs, to Movies, Beer, and Cleaning Products, episode 7. 7. Pretty long hiatus between 6 and 7 here, but yeah. uh, it was more we, we, were, we were locked down for a, a, yep. most of it, so yeah, we didn't have much of a choice. Exactly. But uh, we're back, we're back now, and uh... Right in time for Oscar season, so. Yeah. The Oscars are in about That's a month, lucky. and we're going to talk about the nominees first of all, and then I'm sure as you saw by the title, we're going to get into the pinnacle of film, Zack Snyder's The Justice, the Justice League, League um, which I'm not as excited to talk about as nope. the Oscars, which I love, even though they're stupid and just yeah, make me and angry, bias. and most of the stuff you like doesn't get nominated, no matter who you are, and who cares, because they're fun. And I want to see people win Oscars. Yeah. Um, so, I have. I have, we're going to go through all the categories, talk about the nominees, who should win, who will win, who was snubbed. Um, I think we're going to just leave out stuff like shorts, because nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody's seen any of them. Um, <laughs> that might, might not be completely true, but... And, I don't know, do you want to talk about, like, costumes and stuff? I'm not going to know anybody. Because I don't, I, don't, I don't really care... Who wins best, specifically best costume? I don't care and hair and makeup, but we can we can still talk about it. I mean, my <laughs> prediction is just going to be winging it. So pretty much we mine is too. Ones. But um, let's let let's let's start with those boring categories. Okay. Uh, let's start kind of like the Oscars. Yeah, let's start with hair and makeup, where the nominees are the film Emma, which I haven't seen, Hillbilly Elegy, which I have seen, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which I have seen, Mank, which I've seen. And Pinocchio, which I have not seen. Wait, they made a Pinocchio movie? Yes, it was oh, live uh, action. Yeah, it was the the. I think it was the guy who made uh, Life Is Beautiful, the Italian guy, I believe. Oh. Um, who I I almost want him to win because when he won the Oscar, if it is him, I want him to win because when he won for Life Is Beautiful, he like ran over the seats have <laughs> you ever seen it it's, it's a hilarious clip he just like starts that. running he doesn't go to the aisle he starts running, running over, over the a seat. bunch of celebrities <laughs> and like, stuff jumps up onto the stage it's oh, it's great that's funny um yeah uh my prediction is ma rainey's black yeah, bottom is gonna win that's also my prediction i would i know most people hate this movie i want hillbilly elegy to win i didn't hate that movie i want to see that one still i th- i think it's okay I think it's a lot better than some of the stuff nominated for Best Picture, which I know is a controversial take, but I don't think it's great. I'm not. Don't don't right. don't hear this as me giving my ringing endorsement of that film. You just don't think it deserves yeah. all the hate that it's. I just don't think it's anywhere near as bad as its reputation. Yeah, I, I saw a ton of stuff on Twitter and yeah. mostly Twitter about it. Yeah, it's it's average. Um, and there's some great performances in it, which we'll get to oh, sure. later. Um, there's also a really bad one, to mm-hmm. be fair. The central performance is terrible. Who's the central actor? I don't even know. He's some guy, and oh. he's awful. 
but the supporting actress. How's Kristen Wiig? Is is Kristen Wiig in that right? No, it's no. Glenn Close and Amy Adams. Amy Adams, that's who it is. They're okay. both great. Glenn Close nominated for an Oscar. We'll get to her in a minute. Um, let's talk about documentary. Mm. I've not seen any of these. I have. I might seen, have. I don't know what was nominated. Yeah, I've seen a couple from this year, but wait, Tiger King. No, because it's a miniseries. Ah, uh, true. They made a rule now where, like, because OJ made in America, which was kind right. of a miniseries one, and then after that, they said, you, that's, you can't do that. Did it, they make a miniseries category? No. They should. The There's a ton but of... But that's, that's what the Emmys are for. I guess... I, but nobody cares about the Emmys. Yeah, but the Oscars are about movies, and... Yeah, that's true. They need to put the that's wall fair. up. That's fair. And, and, yeah. Then, like, that's the same thing with the, uh, the small acts, Steve McQueen's movies. Oh. He had the five movies in the Small Axe series that came out this year. They weren't eligible because they made them Emmy eligible instead. Okay. So they, they made the choice, <coughs> which is a shame because I think Lovers Rock is fantastic. But I haven't seen it. It was it I was missed ineligible. all the movies this year. Yeah. Um, I think you'll like Lovers Rock is just like a house party. Oh, yeah. It's sick. Um, best documentary that nominees were Collective, Crip Camp, Mole Agent, My Octopus Teacher, and Time. I think Time's going to win. I haven't seen it, but I know everyone I've likes it. I've only heard things about My Octopus Teacher on a podcast. So I feel like that one could be a surprise win because yeah. it came out later. It's got a lot of It's like a feel-good one. Yeah, too. like people, people like that one. Yeah. Like Time is a more serious one, but I feel like it's possible that I'm not, I'm not going to rule my octopus teacher out. Yeah. Cuz it's like, I think like there's some I think people really like that one. Yeah. So. And it's on Netflix which more people I feel like can see than Yeah. traditionally releasing a movie nowadays. Yeah. So I don't have an opinion on this one cuz I haven't seen any yeah, of these. Uh, my favorite documentary of the year was Dick J- Johnson is Dead. Um hmm. which is a continues a theme of Alzheimer's movies from this year. Oh okay. There's quite a number of them and that was a pretty good one. My favorite documentary was a miniseries. So yeah, so... Um, uh, we're going to skip documentary short, because who cares? Well, let's do costume design. The nominees are Emma, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Mank, Mulan, and Pinocchio. Wait, did Mulan win an Oscar? It's nominated for an Oscar right now. What? That horrible Disney I don't even think remake. anybody liked that movie. No. Why would they nominate it? Because it had good costumes, apparently. All right, it's Suicide Squad is an Academy Award-winning film. <laughs> Wait, what? Soundtrack? No, it won for best hair and makeup. Oh, uh, <laughs> have you seen the air cut? Release the air cut. <laughs> yeah, well, don't <laughs> don't release the air yeah, cut. I'm we'll, telling you right we'll get now. More into that later, but the costume design. I think Emma will win. I would like Ma Rainey to win. Yeah, but Emma is a is got those dresses, and they love giving right. it to dresses. Yeah, so big floofy. Yeah, is that the one where she has like a yellow dress on the cover? That's yeah, like it's really uh, Anya Taylor Joy is in it. Yeah, from, yeah. From uh, she was in the Queen's Gambit, I think. Yep. I didn't see that, but I, know, I almost I know watched that Witch. last night. I was like about to watch <laughs> the Queen's Gambit. I watched the whole like Netflix preview, and then I was like, no, I'll just go back and watch The Office again. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what Netflix is. Yeah. Um, best original score. Defy Bloods, Mank, Minari, News of the World, and Soul. Interesting about this category... Soul should win. So uh, I, I watched it. I think oh, yeah, Soul, I didn't tell you that. I watched Soul. I, I think Soul is and should win, but it's Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. 
uh, of course, originally of Nine Inch Nails fame, are nominated for two because they did the score really? for Mank and Soul. They did both the score. Wow! So oh, the Nine Inch Nails, eh? Yeah, that's pretty good. That's, I like that. So, uh, I I know I think it's really between Mank and Soul. One yeah. of those two is gonna win. I think it's Soul between. Win it. Yeah, but which is because that's one of my favorite Pixar movies I've yeah. seen in a long time. I I've, I think the score is really good. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross are going to win. It's just a matter of which movie it'll be. Yeah. Um, best original song, who really cares? Um, what, what was nominated? Fight for You from Judas and the Black Messiah. Hear My Voice from Trial of Chicago 7. Uh, Husevic from Eurovision, <laughs> which I kind of want to win just because I think that'd be hilarious <laughs> that Eurovision wins yeah, an Oscar. Yeah, um, True. EOC scene from uh, Life Ahead and Speak Now from One Night in Miami, which I think will win yeah. because people love Leslie Odom Jr. Yeah, I love Leslie Odom Jr. That guy can sing. Yeah, he, he can was, sing. As, after watching Hamilton as many times as I did, he's definitely my favorite part of that play. I think he's he's really good. De- and since he has to be a parallel to Lin-Manuel in that play, you can really see when someone can act, you know? When <laughs> someone can act. Best production design. The nominees were The Father, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Mank, News of the World, and Tenet. Uh, I both predicted and chose Mank to win. What is Mank? Mank is is the story of the man who wrote Citizen Kane, directed by David Fincher, uh, written by his dad before he passed away. Um, and it's about him writing Citizen Kane, pretty much, and some other right. stuff in his life. So basically, it's a movie about writing, well, the, pretty much one of the greatest movies ever made. Um, huh. It's good. It's not, it's no Citizen Kane. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, it's technically brilliant, because he made it look like a 1940s film. Oh, did he? Yeah. Okay. And he made this, like, when we get into sound design... He made, oh, it sa- he made it sound like a 1940s right. film. Animated short, I don't care. Uh, best short film, I don't care. Best visual effects. Oh, okay. This is a weird one because like, there's no blockbusters this year. Tenet didn't get nominated for best visual effects. It did. Tenet got oh, nominated. Okay. The one and only Yvonne, which was, I think was an animated monkey movie with Brian Cranston. Huh. I think that's what that is. Um, Mulan. Got Milan its second again. nomination. Milan got two. Oh. Midnight Sky, the George Clooney movie that no one liked. Um, and uh, uh, Love and Monsters, which I haven't seen. I, I think Tenet, Tenet will win. Get it. I don't know if it should win, because technically visual effects... It, t- Tenet is, is actually more special effects, Right. but they don't know the difference. Um... The Academy doesn't understand the difference in technical stuff so much that they now only have one category for sound. So previously, they had best sound editing and best sound mixing. Right. Now it's just best sound. They changed it this year because they realized that none of the voters knew the difference. <laughs> <laughs> so they, funny. they just changed it to best sound. Okay, so speaking of the best sound category, the nominees were Greyhound, Mank, News of the World, Soul, and Sound of Metal. I think Sound of Metal will win. Right. Because... It's all about sound. It's all about sound, and he's deaf, and they cut it out. 
I don't want that to win because that's actually super easy to do. You just take the sound out. Like, yeah. it's not that impressive. I didn't see it. Was there no sound in that movie at all? Yeah, yeah. It's there's sound, but like there's certain shots that are from his perspective where there it's it's like super oh. hard to hear and stuff. Which that's cool. It's interesting, but it's like it's not that impressive of an effect to pull right. off. It was like a neat idea, but I don't think it's. Worth an Oscar. I think what they did in Mank to make it sound like a 1940s movie is more impressive. So I chose Mank, but I do think Sound of Metal will win. Okay. Um. Pardon me. Uh, let's let's get into the screenplay categories. Okay. Adapted screenplay. Which whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm thinking of ending things didn't end up. Yeah. This is what I'm angry about. I'm thinking of ending things did not get a best adapted screenplay nomination. Which how was my favorite film of the year? I think is an amazing screenplay. Even if it's like, I think it probably should have got nominated for more than just yeah. That. So do but I. Like, but that's like at the least one thing that you know. That's like, like yeah. You got to give Charlie Kaufman at least the screenwriting nomination. Yeah, because everyone knows. Did he get one last year or his last for his movie, last movie? It was nominated for best animated. I don't know if it was not. I think it might have been nominated for screenplay, but I don't remember. I, Has he was, won an Oscar in the past? He won for Eternal Sunshine. Right, but that that's like the movie that they say he pandered more to, like, not his audience, right? Well... Or wasn't it... He wrote it, and then that was this Michel Gondry... Directing I would it. say he made it... That's his most mainstream movie. movie. Yeah. That's Well, that's one of the only ones I've seen. And I, yeah. I really liked it, but... And, like, the Spike Jones ones are also good, but aren't... They're... Their tone isn't as Oscar baity, right? I would say, even though I think I like the Spike Jones ones better, both being John Malkovich and adaptation. Yeah. Um, and then the Charlie Kaufman ones are just too dour, depressing, weird for the Oscars. True. So he, yeah, he didn't get a nomination. But what really irks me is that Borat Two got nominated, which is it's just like an improvised. True. Comedy. Like, I don't think it shouldn't be disregarded from the Oscars at all, but, like, for adapted screenplay, I don't really understand. Adapted screenplay, and you didn't nominate Charlie Kaufman. How was it adapted, me. though? Did, was it a book first? No, it's a, uh, Borat? Yeah. No, because it's adapted from the first one. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's how it Isn't works. Isn't it just a sequel? <laughs> they say that the original movie... Was the best would be best original screenplay, and then everyone after that is an adapted one. Wow! Because you're adapting it from a previously created thing. Okay. Uh, other nominees: The Father, Nomadland, One Night in Miami, and White Tiger. <coughs> one Night in Miami might win it. I think Nomadland will win because critics and people seem to love Nomadland. Spoilers: I don't like it that much. I don't think it's all that great. Uh, I think The Father should win. But I do think Nomadland will, uh, with One Night in Miami, possible. I have a feeling that one's going to take it. <clears throat> it's possible. I think One Night in Miami is the most Oscar, one of the most Oscar baby movies this year. Yeah, but I just, I just feel like Nomadland has the hype. People. It's also very Oscar baby too. Though. Yeah. Like you put France. It. Is it Francis McDormand? Yeah, Francis yeah, you McDormand. put her on the front after Three Billboards. It's Oscar baby. I, I love Francis McDormand. I don't think she's spectacular in that film which we'll get to later I thought she get was to... great in three performance. four boards yeah I, I again she's one of like Fargo is one of the greatest oh, performances I've ever seen love that movie I love her in that 
I love her in pretty much everything. Um, but again, Nomadland wasn't quite my thing, so I hope it doesn't win. Best original screenplay. Judas and the Black Messiah, Minari, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, Trial of the Chicago 7. I think Promising Young Woman is going to win. I would like Sound of Metal to win out of this batch. Okay. Um, I don't love all of these, most of these films. Um, I would say I don't love any of these screenplays. No? Um, I wouldn't say the writing is the strongest part of any of these. Right. Other than Trial of Chicago 7, because it's Aaron Sorkin and he can write dialogue, but that movie's... What else has Aaron Sorkin made? He wrote The Social Network. Oh, okay, uh, I wrote, saw that. He wrote uh, West Wing, that TV show. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, that's, that's best original screenplay. Honestly, I don't care, though, who wins that one. I'm right. really indifferent. Because, like, I think Minari and Sound of Metal are definitely my favorite movies from The Batch, but I don't think either of those screenplays are what the movies really make those films. Yeah. I think they have more going on and that's just yeah I'm kind of indifferent about that let's let's go to cinematography the nominees are Judas and the Black Messiah Mank News of the World Nomadland and Trial of the Chicago 7 I think Nomadland will win this one too I think Mank should win because right. what this is technically it's pretty cool more impressive I don't love the cinematography in any of these though Again, these, not a great year for Jacob and the Oscars. Yeah, this would not be any of my choices for cinematography. I think there was a lot of great cinematography out there, but uh, not not all recognized here. Um, right. Is what it is. Animated nominees were Onward, Over the Moon, Shaun the Sheep, Farmageddon, Soul, and Wolfwalkers. I saw two of those movies, Soul and Onward. Onward was not the best. I don't know. It, yeah. was, it was just like another generic. I've only seen Soul, movie. but Cart or Soul was good. Yeah, I liked Soul. I enjoyed Soul. I didn't love it, but it's for Pixar. It's pretty good. Yeah, uh, I'm not a huge Pixar lover, um, but I've always been more into Disney. But yeah, like when I was a kid, like, like classic. Now. Not Classic like Disney. New, new not Disney. Disney. <laughs> I don't like any new cartoons, yeah. really. Um, Soul was... That's why Soul surprised me. Yeah, I, was I like, enjoyed oh, Soul. I enjoy watching this. Uh, I, T Tina Fey is... I, we've talked about yeah, Tina Fey Tina at length great. here. Yeah, Soul will and should win. Apparently, Wolfwalkers is really good, but it's oh. on Apple TV+, yep, Plus, so exactly. no one in the world has seen it. Yeah. <laughs> Who had... What was that show with Jason Momoa on there? Was I like Or something? It was just like some other show that he did for like Netflix or something. Yeah. They just keep putting him in shows where he plays a buff outdoors yep. fella. No one cares. Well, what else could you <laughs> use him for? Uh, best editing. The Father, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, Trial of the Chicago 7. I think The Father should win. Okay. I think they're going to give it to Trial of the Chicago 7. I think this will mm. be a, its one win. Um, hmm. See, I almost watched that the other night, too. Because, like, I don't hate hippies as much as you do. Like, they're just so annoying. I, I really, I thought Sasha Baron Cohen looked interesting just, in that movie. I just find him so annoying in that really? movie. Um, I, yeah, I, I would like the father win, but Charlie Chicago 7, I think, is going to win best editing. Um, I don't think it's well edited, but they mo 
the Oscars usually gives this to the movie with the most editing. Okay. So that's that's where my thought process is coming from. Justice League. <laughs> uh, best international feature. Another round, Better Days, Collective, uh, Man Who Sold His Something, I Can't See What I Wrote, Who Cares, <laughs> and Something That Is Not In English, Even The Title. Why wouldn't right. is, I'll, I'll take a stab at it. Ivadis Ada. I think you nailed it. Kvadis Ada. Those sounded like two very different words. It's one of those two. Okay. Well, for sure. If you know, let That's us That's 100% know. accurate. And there's a question mark at the end of that title. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, another round is and should win. That's what I was going to say. Um, it's pretty obvious because uh, Thomas Vinterberg was nominated for Best Director. True. So it's pretty much guaranteed because yeah. he directed the film. Uh, let's get into Best Director. Nominees are Thomas Vinterberg, David Fincher, Lee Isaac Chung, Chloe Zhao, and Emerald Fennell. I think Chloe Zhao's going to win for Nomadland. Okay. I would like Vinterberg to win. It's not even my favorite film nominated, but I just would like him to win to get some recognition because I think he's a good director. Right. <coughs> that uh, he directed The Hunt, the good one, not the okay, one we reviewed. Okay, I was going to say, <laughs> that's not a good movie. The, the Mads Mikkelsen one. <coughs> um, so, I think he's a good director, and I'd like to see him get a win I think that'd be cool yeah alright <clears throat> we got the acting and picture left let's let's start with supporting actress Maria Bakalova for Borat 2 Glenn Close for Hillbilly Elegy Olivia Coleman for The Father Amanda Seyfried for Mank and a new segment called Jacob Tries to Pronounce Asian Names <laughs> Ho Jong Yun I think you nailed it. I wouldn't Form try to pronounce it again, but I think you nailed it. Uh, she's great. I think she's going to win. But I, I would like Amanda Seyfried to win. Really? I love I Amanda so. Seyfried. Side tangent. I watched the Mamma Mia movies last week. What'd you think? I love them. Great. I love that. <laughs> I also do. Great movie. Now, okay. Amanda Seyfried. I think she has a good chance to win. I'm not sure that... I'm not going to try her name again. I'm, I'm so <laughs> confident in my first attempt, I'm not even going to try again. No, I think you got too close. <laughs> I think she is going to win, but it's close okay. between her and Seifert. Well, also, I think the Oscars really like to go with what's current and yeah. with all the like stop Asian hate stuff right yeah. now. I have a feeling maybe that can contribute to yeah, that's an possible. Asian person winning some Oscars. They could also give it to Glenn Close, because everyone loves Glenn Close. That's true. And everyone thought she was going to win... For a movie nobody saw called The Wife, uh, and then she lost Best Actress to Olivia Coleman. Be hilarious if Olivia Coleman won this and Glenn Close lost that again. <laughs> Olivia Coleman White might win because the Oscars love her. Do they? She gives great speeches and right. she's always drunk and they <laughs> love her. So I wouldn't. I honestly, this is anyone's. This is anyone's yeah. game. I, I've changed my mind. This is the free-for-all category. I think all five of them have a chance. I want Amanda Seyfried doing because she's one of my favorite actresses. I think the girl who uh, did Borat probably did the most work, though. She had to, like, do all that stuff with Rudy Giuliani and pretend that she was trying to sell her body for money for a very long time, probably shooting that movie. But, like, 
She should probably get it just on the work she had to do alone, I think. But the rest, I think, are uh, well, well, like, probably a better acting know. performances. Yeah. You know, it's about acting. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not that it's not that hard to to do that. I mean, it probably it takes is. a lot of dedication. Yeah. That's what I'll say. Um, I'm 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 just not as impressed. Right. I'm just on the Amanda Seyfried bandwagon. Okay. Best supporting actor. This is a weird category <clears throat> because Lakeith Stanfield. Well, I'll, I'll read. I'll read all of okay. the nominees. First of all, I want to say right now, Lakeith Stanfield should win. And I don't <laughs> even know what he's nominated for. I just love Lakeith Stanfield. <laughs> the nominees are Sasha Baron Cohen for Trial of the Chicago Seven, Daniel Kaluuya for Judas and the Black Messiah, Leslie Odom Jr. One Night in Miami, Paul Racy for uh, Sound of Metal, and Lakeith Stanfield for Judas and the Black Messiah. The weird thing about this, Lakeith Stanfield and Daniel Kaluuya are the co-leads in Judas and the Black Messiah. And they both got nominated for And they both got supporting. nominated for supporting. That's weird. Which is very odd, because Lakeith, like before this, Lakeith was running in the lead category. Right. Kaluuya was running in supporting. Um, but then they just stuck them both in there. But, yeah, like, the Oscar, like, the voting process is weird, because you can, you can... They can put them wherever they want. Right. It's it's a I don't I don't know why they chose why they chose to do it that way, but they did. So they're both nominated. Good for them. Is this like Lakeith's first Oscar nom? I think so. I didn't know. If I really I really like Lakeith Stanfield. I thought he was great in Get Out. In that, but he yeah. wasn't in that movie too much. Daniel Kaluuya is also in Get Out, yeah, and he's in it a lot. I don't like Daniel Kaluuya as much, but he's I have nothing against him. He's a great actor. Like. Um, He's I just great in, don't think he's ever been somebody that I pick out and be like, oh, I really like that guy. In the Steve McQueen movie Widows, oh, he's oh, so mind. good in that movie. Um, he's the best part of that movie by far. So I think Daniel Kaluuya will win. I would like Paul Racy to win. I would like Keith to win. I don't want him to win because I don't like that movie. No? I do not like not Judas and the Black Messiah. Um, it might be my least favorite nominated for best picture but but there's like a three way tie near the bottom for me which we'll get right. to when we get there so best actress nominees were Viola Davis for um, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom Andre Day for uh, Billie Holiday the United States versus Billie Holiday I think um, which I don't think is actually out yet hmm. and is not getting great early reviews, but That's apparently good. she's good in it. Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman, who is my pick to win, my who I would want, like to win. Frances McDormand for Nomadland, and Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. I think Carrie Mulligan will win. Wait, this is actress or supporting? Yeah, actress. Oh, okay. Well, I think Carrie Mulligan will win. I think... Uh, I'd like Vanessa Kirby to win. I think I Viola think Davis should win because I think she's a great actress. Yeah. And she scares me a little. I don't like her that much in that movie. Uh, I think Chadwick Boseman is great in it. Um, but let's talk about that right now. Best Actor. Nominees are Riz Ahmed, Chadwick Boseman, Anthony Hopkins, Gary Oldman, and Steven Yeun. <clears throat> okay. So, without seeing any of these movies. Yeah. I think Chadwick Boseman should win. Just, just <laughs> yeah. obviously, because he passed this year. Also would like to see Stephen Young win, because last time I saw him in anything, it was The Walking Dead as Glenn, so... And he I, got his head smashed into the baseball bat. 
I can tell you having seen all of these that I also think Chadwick will and should win, but maybe I might like Tony Hopkins more personally. Right. They're like tied. I really love The Father and I think it might be my favorite Anthony Hopkins performance. Really? Like it's right up there with Silence of the Lambs. Mm. It's like completely different, but right. it's so good. I like I believed him as a person with Alzheimer's. Like completely. I was I was almost Googled after the movie. Right. <laughs> like like if he hasn't. Yeah. I was like but oh, like there's no way he possibly could. Such but. a good performance. You're like, uh oh, Anthony <laughs> Hopkins. He's just. Gone. Um, I would like to talk about some snubs here for the acting categories. Uh, for the best actresses, I didn't separate them into supporting and lead. It just gave five who I thought were snubbed. Aubrey Plaza for the film Black Bear, which I don't think anyone's really seen, but I thought she was great in it. Aubrey Plaza is great in everything. She's like, I think she's a great actress. Like. Not only is she hilarious, which Black Bear is not a comedy and she's right. not being funny in it, but I think she's one of the funniest actresses out there. She's if, one of the funniest interviewees. Yeah, there. that's what I think. She's got a like a she, very dry, dry sense delivery, of humor. but like and crazy imagination. And she, yeah, she's she. crazy smart too. Like you yeah. can just tell she's like three steps ahead of everyone. All I the heard time. Uh, she's great in that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesse Buckley from Thinking of Ending Things. Yeah, I I, that's what I was going to say. She's amazing. If I knew her name, I would have said it. Yeah, she's amazing. She's great. Um, Julia Garner for The Assistant, which is might be my second favorite performance that was eligible. Okay. She's great in The Assistant, which got snubbed completely. Zendaya for Malcolm and Marie. Yep. Um, I haven't seen it, but... Yeah, people, people didn't seem to like that film, but I really loved Malcolm and Marie, and I think the performances are great. And Amy Adams for Hillbilly Elegy. Mm. I know people hate Hillbilly Elegy, but I think Amy Adams and Glenn Close were great, and I would have loved to have seen another nomination for Amy Adams. Right. To, it was partially as an apology for her having to be in Justice League. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> my, my snubs for Best Actor. Again, this is just, they're all thrown in there. I had John David Washington. Okay. Uh, for both Malcolm and Marie and, and Tenet. Tenet. I think he could have gotten nominated for either. He's fantastic. Bill Murray uh, for, for On the Rocks. <laughs> no, Bill Murray for that post-credit scene in Zombieland. That's also he that should be an Oscar for nom. that. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think Bill Murray's great in On the Rocks. Uh, it, not Sofia Coppola's best movie, but I really liked it, and I think he should have got a nomination. Uh, Shia LaBeouf. For pieces of a woman, I thought you were gonna say the tax collector. <laughs> He's great in pieces of a woman. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen for another round. He's huh. just a great actor, but Mads Mikkelsen is good. Didn't didn't get it. And Bill Burr for the King of Staten Island. Really, he's really good, really funny. Bill Burr just is like just... yelling at Pete Davidson. Yeah. <laughs> who does he play in it? He plays a, a fireman who his. Mom is dating oh, okay. Marissa Tomei, who's also great. Um, I, I I like, of course. I haven't seen it. I was gonna. <clears throat> I, I'm a Judd Apatow. I'm also head. A Judd Apatow. I head. love I love his movies other than Trainwreck. The only one I gotta see is This Is Forty. I love I it. Yeah, I gotta see it. I love and it. And I really like Knocked Up. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, but you also don't like Seth Rogen that much, and I love Seth Rogen. Yeah. All right. 
Let's get to Best Picture. There's eight nominees. The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, Trial of Chicago 7. I would like to see The Father win, but I think Nomadland is going to win. I have not seen any. I don't think... Or what am I trying to say here? I can't really predict who's going to win based on how much I like the movie, but based on the Oscars, I think probably... What was the Chadwick, Chadwick movie? It's not nominated. What? Well, then I have no idea. I shouldn't even make a prediction. I'm too uneducated in the movies this year. I think I think Nomadland will win. I don't love Nomadland. Um, so I'll give my ranking from my favorite to my least favorite here. I think The Father's my favorite, far and away. Sound of Metal will be my number two. Uh, followed by Mank and Minari. And uh, Promising Young Woman. And then there's a kind of three-way kind of, well, yeah, probably three-way kind of splat at the bottom of Nomadland, Trial of Chicago 7, Judas and the Black Messiah. I don't like any of okay. them. I think Nomadland's probably my favorite of those three, but I don't think any of them are particularly good. How is uh? I don't get the Judas and the Black Messiah love at all. I don't think right. it's well-made. I don't think anything about it is that good other than Daniel Kaluuya's pretty good in it, but it's not my favorite thing he's ever done, so... I haven't seen it, but I can tell you Lakeith Stanfield is good in that movie. Yeah, he's fine, but... Again, not my favorite Lakeith Stanfield. Like, no. What is your favorite Lakeith Stanfield? Probably Uncut Gems. Yeah. I know he's, it's a small part, it's but... A, I mean, I just... Part. It's probably just because I also love that movie. Great. So... Um, my snubs for Best Picture. The Vast of Night, which was a great little kind of sci-fi adventure kind of okay. movie that came out on Amazon. Um, it's, it's a great, great movie, but it's probably too small, and it's right. sci-fi, so Oscars don't really no. like that. I'm thinking of Ending Things, which was my Obviously. favorite movie of the year. The Assistant, Malcolm and Marie, On the Rocks, Tenet, Pieces of a Woman, and Another Round. I think all those... Another Round got nominated for Foreign instead of Best, right? Yeah. Well, you can get nominated for both at the Oscars. Though. Right, right. It's not like the didn't, Golden Well, Globes. didn't uh, Parasite win yeah, both last year? Parasite won both last year. All right. Let's get into Zack Snyder's Justice League. The Snyder Cut. Hashtag release the Snyder Cut. It's here. You annoyed everyone oh. so much that they finally gave you your way because you are children Get over yourselves. Stop complaining. Stop hashtagging. Uh, what, are, what are they saying now? Restore the Snyderverse. The Snyderverse and then the, and, air, and the cut. air cut. Which, I just want to say the air cut is possibly going to be worse than what was released. Like, it's hard. Don't get me wrong. What was released was trash. It was one long music video for the soundtrack. But, uh,. I don't know. I don't think David Ayer could salvage that movie. I just think he already gave Joker tattoos. After <laughs> you give the Joker a damaged tattoo on his forehead, you've lost all my respect in superhero movies. Yeah. I don't like, know whose idea that was, but... Probably Jared Leto's, <laughs> if we're being honest, because that guy is the weirdest fucking dude on the planet. I really hate Jared Leto. <laughs> he throws himself a festival every year so that people can come from all around to worship him. And then he played like a Jesus version of the Joker in this movie, which didn't work for me. 
This Come is, on. This is a terrible film. That makeshift Justice League that felt like the scraps Let's. what was yeah. left. Oh my Let's God. just preface this Justice League review by saying neither of us really like this movie. So if you are a released Snyder Cutter who just wants to hear someone uh, circle jerk about your movie, this, this is, is the wrong this place This is not be. for you. Go home. We, Get on the other I side think, of the tracks. I think both of us gave it a fair shot. I did. Is because that fair there, to say? Yeah, there's parts that... Of the movie, like shots that I would kind of get excited because I was like, oh, this might be good. And then it shits the bed almost every time. And I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah. Like Steppenwolf. (laughs) One thing I can say is I think Steppenwolf is much better than the first version of Mm -hmm. Steppenwolf because he actually has a purpose, you know, like he just doesn't want to. Yeah. It's not a great writing, (laughs) but it's more than just this random metallic guy popping out (laughs) and fucking attacking the world, you know. That's, um, that could, might be the only nice thing I have to say about the movie. Yeah. Uh, I, the Flash runs weird like he's swimming. <laughs> yeah. And was annoying. Like, I like Ezra... Is it Ezra Miller? Yeah. yeah. I like him. I thought he was good in a lot of other stuff, except I don't like him as the Flash very much. No. But it could just be how Zack Snyder handled him. Because I like Batman. Or, uh... What's his fucking name? Ben Affleck's Batman, but mm-hmm. I don't like how Zack Snyder did him in this yeah. movie either. Uh, or Aquaman for that matter like Aquaman was good yeah. when was it James Wan who did yeah. Aquaman that was I thought that movie was fine it was perfect for what it had to be and then Aquaman in this is all like Zack Snyder mopey and half the time he's just a sex symbol walking around with his shirt off you know like he rips his shirt off like twice in I know. this movie oh, and like a lot of the shots look nice but they're so pretentious like this whole movie just feels yeah. very pretentious to me I have pages of notes so let's 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 truly dive in here uh and i should also say that after i watched the snyder cut i watched the extended version of batman vs superman because i heard it was supposed to be better it's not i watched wonder woman which was way better than all the Zack snyder dc movies but still terrible it's still not it's still not good no wonder woman is not that good but it's way better than the Zack snyder for sure I watched the original Superman and the original Aquaman? Batman. I did not have time that, to watch Aquaman. That was Aquaman. a pretty good movie, I thought. I don't know. That, that one surprised me compared to all these DC movies. Yeah. I, was like, I had a good time when I watched it. I had such a good time watching Superman. 1978 Superman. Really? It's just like a rom-com where like Superman's just like True. floating around, being friendly and helping people. And he's not a miserable, right. sulking, well, annoying, just I want to rewatch human. Superman Returns now. Because yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't like. Uh, no offense to, fucking, what's his name? The Superman right now. Uh, uh, I don't know Henry, why it's slipping me. Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Yeah. Or Cavill. We're still like, not. 100%. That guy looks like the definition of Superman. If any human is Superman, it's Henry Cavill. Like, but he doesn't act like Superman. <laughs> no, I don't. Even, he's just under the wrong director. I think. Yeah. Like I think if you got Henry Cavill, under a better director he could definitely do because yeah. how hard is it to do Superman you know yeah he's just he smiles and he flies around and he saves people yeah he's not too too deep yeah what, what I was telling you before we started recording is that Zack Snyder portrays Superman as a Christ figure yeah and he doesn't understand Superman or Jesus but then he also portrayed <laughs> Joker as like a Christ figure at the end there you know yeah like what is with him in wanting superheroes he, to be Christ he doesn't understand his character's Zack Snyder's never understood anything he's ever read in his life. <laughs> he didn't understand Watchmen. He doesn't understand any comic book character that he's ever made a movie about. He doesn't seem to understand how... He doesn't seem to understand 
religious texts because he all of his allegories and symbolism don't make any sense. He doesn't understand. Like I don't know. Can he not read? Like does he just look at the pictures? <laughs> like I don't. Read. I don't get with the disconnect here. But Zack Snyder has no understanding of anything he's ever read in his life. No. That is the problem. I just want to say, this movie has no fucking business being four hours long, okay? (laughs) Oh, yeah. It, I said it earlier, it literally took me four times to get through this thing. And it wasn't because I didn't want to watch it. Like, I did. I wanted to get through it to do this episode, but, like, there's just, like... Such drawing lengths between action scenes that I just fell asleep. Yeah, it, it should be noted. And that I didn't care. I watched it all in one go as Zack Snyder, the great artist, intended it, and it doesn't help. Oh. So okay, this movie starts off. Batman goes to. Well, it starts off with Superman screaming, and like yeah. activating the mother boxes with yeah. his scream, which is kind of stupid. Which because, was a little weird. But, like the okay. mother boxes have been around for like ever. Why did they just suddenly activate when Superman? dies like they could have just come before superman arrived on earth yeah which okay whatever it at least is something okay then we have batman visiting aquaman which is still a super cringy yeah not good scene scene. um and then batman batman does not feel like batman in this movie for some reason he feels like he needs to put a team together for no reason absolutely no reason and he just feels like tony stark i like they just did a lot of plays that I yeah. think Marvel did with Tony Stark where he has like unlimited money and he brags about it. He's this cocky, like he's always cocky and he has kind of a snappy attitude with comebacks on him, which Batman had more of those in this movie. Like he just, he was not Batman in the slightest. And like Batman and Alfred in this movie were like, they joked like they were drinking buddies or yeah, something like that. I don't that. mind and it was that, like, but like, I don't know. Also, what the fuck was with Martian Manhunter in the lowest scene? Well, that's that's later. We're not there yet. <laughs> I'm sorry. All the We're thoughts are popping people, back in my people head. People singing at Aquaman as oh, he jumps into the sea. That was oh. just so cringy. Please, Zack Snyder, don't choose music. Yeah, he cannot. No, the, every musical oh, choice he's ever made. The musical choice horrible. that every time Wonder Woman comes on the screen, <laughs> ah! dude. Abby and I were so annoyed. I was like, I just want to turn it off. Like, and then her CGI looks like she's a helium balloon <laughs> slapping other helium balloons. Okay. Oh. And then we meet Ma Kent, who says she's lost her house. What does this have to do with Superman dying? Is it Ma Kent? Because the okay, next time yeah. we see Ma Kent, not, it's Martian okay. Manhunter. I'm not even there yet. Come on. Okay, so Ma Kent has lost her house. Yeah. Okay, so Ma Kent has lived there for at least 30 years. Why does she not pay her mortgage off yet? Like... <laughs> She's probably lived there for 30 to 50 years. She was raising Superman, Jacob. <laughs> she didn't have the time. Like, like... She lost her husband. Also, what, why does Superman dying... Like, okay, again, I didn't rewatch Man of Steel. I know in the original Superman, he sends money back home to his mom. I don't know if that's ever established in Man of Steel, but that movie's so dark and dour that yeah. I doubt Superman in this universe would be sending mo- money back to his mom. For sure. He probably... Wasted it all on like crypto. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Oh. Um, and then and then we get that super or the the Wonder Woman action scene, which is way shorter and better in the original cut because it's shorter, and it's just unnecessarily long. And she's not a healing. But it's still okay. It's not. It's like one of the better scenes in the movie. Which 
hurts. It's <laughs> terrible because it's not a good scene at all. And then we have our first. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Plug I have to here. add. I have to add. Oh, the music that Wonder Woman had in the original and Wonder Woman's music is cool. I yeah. think like the. Like that's dope. Why did you have to add this screaming? Like you yeah. literally took out one of the my or one of the only parts <laughs> or pieces of music that was in that movie that I liked. And it was yeah. in like a couple scenes with her. And it oh. Alright. The next we have our, our first instance of shameless product placement. We get a Gillette razor. Mm-hmm. Best a man can get. Um and then and then we get the scene where the Amazons are fighting Steppenwolf, which is like that five scene, hours long. Yeah. And I didn't care because I don't care about any of the characters. No, but I thought it was cooler than a lot of other scenes in that movie. But a yeah. lot of scenes in that movie are just talking between because characters. Because you can I don't see about, what's so. going on. There's like light yeah, outside. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like, not a miserable well, nightmare world. Yeah, that whole scene's kind of cool. And she fight. They're all it's fighting. So I don't care about any long. of the characters. But like, then there's the whole horseback chase that looked real. It looked better than most things I would say yeah. in this whole movie did. It's better than the original version of that scene. Yeah, but it's still like not the best. Not a good scene. It's so long and I don't care what's happening i think it was cool that that whole like building fell into the that looked cool though when the whole like thing crumbles into the sea like again how can that cgi look good but when flash is running (laughs) around he's fucking waving his arms like the wacky wave wavy inflatable tube man or whatever okay and then they shoot an arrow wonder woman sees it and she goes and drops into a cave i know this is nitpicky but she drops into the cave wearing high heels those heels should explode like yeah (laughs) Those high heels snap when people are just walking around in, like, mud. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way you could drop into that cave like that. Also, why wear high heels in a fight? Yeah. Like, this is just my... F- this is just more indicative of a problem is that this movie just, like... There's so many instances where it doesn't understand basic physics yeah. in my brain. Is this, like, eh. Also, this... I don't know if it's a bad take, but I don't like Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman. She's a terrible actress. I think so. I'm sorry. <laughs> she's a good-looking lady, but she's but a terrible actress. I don't think she can act. Like, it's not even... I thought at first, I thought it was just her accent for me. Like, I thought no. <laughs> there might be something I was just no. off in it, but she's no. She's a terrible just, actress. But... Like, she's just a bad actress. Like, she was a model, right, in Israel? <clears throat> yeah. And then, now she's Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, and then we, Yo, we sorry, learn about... real quick. Yeah. Tina Fey should be Wonder Woman. Yes. Tina Fey should be... All the superheroes. Tina Fey should be every woman. No, I'm oh. Yeah, Tina Fey Wonder Woman would be awesome. I think so. Okay, then we we learn about the, what the mother boxes are. Which I still Which are just like get. stupid MacGuffins. Like, what the fuck is the anti-life <laughs> equation? Yeah, okay, so basically you need these three MacGuffins to find this other MacGuffin. Yeah. What? Why? Why do we care? Also, they're just... It's basically just a copy of... The rings from Lord of yes. the Rings, which were actually cool, and like or and like not even that, just like End Game and Infinity War, they had to assemble all the different things, yeah. and then the team came together, and the bad guy couldn't get all the different things, and then the Justice League does the exact same story. Yeah, which granted that was in the comics, so yeah, but with the Avengers movies, every single one of those stones had its own movie. We understood what yeah, each exactly. each one of them did. And why they were cool and why they were powerful. The mother boxes are just these three random MacGuffins that don't we don't do care and they don't 
seem we don't know what they do. We don't know why anyone wants them. Like and then and then we get this flashback battle scene that feels like a PS2 Lord of the Rings game. What one was that? Where like the Green Lantern is there. Um See? This is <laughs> my problem with falling asleep. I didn't see this. Oh. There's like this incredibly long flashback battle with like and like the the gods from Wonder Woman are there, like Ares oh. and Zeus are fighting and 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 they're all fighting Darkseid. Okay. And like the Atlanteans and the Lanterns Amazons and, and there's a Green Lantern there. And it's just like Again, it's so long, you don't care about yeah. what's going on. Well, I heard... What is the point? I heard they were trying to get... What's the black Green Lantern's name again? Oh, I don't remember his name. It's one of the cooler ones. Yeah, he's awesome. Fuck. And also, Gal Gadot uh, narrates that flashback scene, oh. and it's just awful. Oh. They should have hired Kate Blanchett to come in and do yeah. it. <laughs> like, like if, if you need someone to narrate your... your Exposition. It's either scene. Morgan Freeman or get get Kate Blanchett to do Kate it, Blanchett. like she did in Lord of the Rings. Don't get Gal Gadot to do it. Like this is so bad. Uh, and this battle scene is filled with Zack Snyder's annoying slow mo. Oh, which we'll just talk about it once. It's bad. Just Zack. Like it was cool when you did it the first time, but when We're I had to watch the Flash <laughs> run. Like, at that end part where he's, like, all slow-mo running yeah. and it just keeps cutting back to Cyborg and it just I'm won't s- I'm end. I'm so done with Zack Snyder's slow-mo. Oh. Um, apparently the boxes have a smell because Steppenwolf Wolf says that he can smell the boxes on people, huh. which is odd. <laughs> I wonder what the boxes smell like. Probably tuna. <laughs> it's probably like, like a tuna fish each, sandwich. Each one has one. its own smell. I don't. I don't get what's going on. <laughs> Uh, with Steppenwolf, I will say I didn't mind his design. He was like, better. Yeah. Like, Zack said he wanted him to be, like, a, a material that seemed really out of the world, and I felt like that they got that okay. He had, like, I liked how his body was, like, ching, yeah. ching, ching, ching all the time, and I thought he was cool with his big axe when he was fighting everyone, but then he's made to look like the biggest bitch yeah. when he's just fucking... Also... Jesus Christ, did they ever kill that guy? Like, the whole movie didn't get that violent, but then at the end, they're just like, let's triple fuck Steppenwolf right We're now. Not there yet. We don't we just have even, to beat him. We haven't even met The Flash yet. Oh my god, <laughs> this movie's so long. When we meet The Flash, that's like one of the best scenes in the movie where he saves... I think that was supposed to be Iris. Yeah. But it's why the is she from... never brought up again? Like, she has one scene. What is the point of including her at all? Yeah, that's what I... Well, it's just to add more runtime. <laughs> um, this whole thing is just to like, add more runtime. That was a fine scene. It was The humor wasn't that effective, and there was also a slow-mo of the sesame seed, but it was a, that was one of the better scenes yeah, in the movie. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then and then uh, The Flash, his, his suit... I like this. That his suit is made of the same stuff as the space shuttle. As soon as he said the material, I said it, and then he said it, because I like space stuff, and it was I awesome. I don't know if it's uh, just that I've seen it so many times with the trailers in the original movie, but that whole scene where Batman meets him. Okay, why doesn't he recognize Bruce Wayne? Yeah, he's Bruce supposed Wayne to be is a billionaire. Like he's like Elon Musk. People. Yeah. And and the Flash is a smart guy who likes technology. Yeah. He would know exactly who Bruce Wayne Double was. Also, <laughs> why is Batman being such a fucking like? <clears throat> what's the word I'm looking for? 
just not telling Flash anything? Like, why doesn't he just come in and be straight up with them? Like, he sees the suit, he figures out it's the Flash, and he still has to throw a batarang at him. Yeah. He'd be like, I'm Batman, bitch. And it's like, you could just talk he to him to make like sure a guy. That, he wanted to make sure that he was actually the Flash, but what if he was wrong? Also, yeah, that and the fact that, like, he's in this crazy underground whatever, and there's a suit beside him and electronics that nobody else has. Like, this is the Flash, man. You didn't have to throw the batarang. And then he still has that horrible I'm rich line. Oh, <laughs> Uh, and then we get our first Mercedes sponsorship of of the movie. Which was which so in that, was, that was a cool looking car, but it's like, I shoot cars for work, and True. that's exactly the angles we use. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Um, and then we meet Cyborg, which for some reason he's super angry that his dad saved his life yeah, and made him a kick ass cyborg. Get. Like, what? <laughs> Why would you, you be angry? You are literally <laughs> the internet now, apparently, and you're like, Cyborg. Want to play football. Cyborg's inner turmoil is supposed to be that he can't tell whether he's a man or a machine. Yeah. Like, that's supposed to be his inner conflict. Not that he's mad that his dad saved his life and made him a kick ass robot. Yeah, and then his dad, like, <laughs> just sacrifices himself with with the box and, and then we get this boring slow-mo football scene that's yeah. sponsored by Under Armour I bet it was because <laughs> we get a million Under Armour logos and okay um I'm just gonna talk about this now Ray Fisher as Cyborg is like the main character I would say of this movie if you had to pick one yeah. he's a terrible actor I he's so bad in this he's I worse than Gal Gadot I don't know if it we can chalk it up to his That's acting true. or the CGI because they basically <laughs> ruined his entire performance by making him the like a sore thumb in an yeah. already bad movie. He's of a CGI. bad looking character with a bad director, so maybe he's yeah. not a terrible actor, but he's not his performance is terrible in this movie. In this and I think we can chalk that up to how much he was CGI'd. Just because I don't like I, I, I'd have to see him again to definitely say he's a bad actor. Yeah, I just think he's he's so terrible. His character is not interesting at all. Like, this is not an interesting yeah, I character. Yeah, I think he would have been fine if he wasn't the main character. Yeah. Just... Also, but, then again, why did they include Cyborg as a member of the Justice League and not Green Lantern or Martian yeah. Manhunter in the first place? That's because, so like, I see Cyborg way more as a member of the Teen Titans, first of all, Yeah. than anything. And... They just didn't, like, Martian Manhunter and fucking Green Lantern are way cooler. Like, yeah. way cooler. Yeah. Almost cooler than the rest of the Justice League, so. And then we meet Cyborg's dad, who for some reason, him and the other scientists call it the Superman ship. These are supposed to be world-class scientists, <laughs> and they're like, yes, the Superman ship. Uh, this is not what they would be calling it. Um, And, the, and then we get Steppenwolf stealing the box from Atlantis. Where he throws an axe at a guy underwater, yeah. which is so stupid. Why also, would you throw an axe underwater? Also, it took, like, they battled, the Amazonians battled their life for yeah. this box. And the Atlanteans like, are like, like, yo, what are you doing? <laughs> and then they, like, dig it. Oh. Oh, it's, and, then, and then and then there's, like, a whole bunch of Aquaman stuff with, like, Willem Dafoe that doesn't make any sense. Because the Aquaman movie's already yeah. been made, right? Like, Aquaman came out after this movie. Yeah, and... <laughs> 
Like, like it makes sense <laughs> in how they were gonna release it, right? Because yeah, he was setting no up sense. Aquaman, but he set up an Aquaman that doesn't exist because <laughs> James Wan's Aquaman is completely different character. It makes no sense whatsoever. That scene was stupid. I think the way they did Aquaman in Aquaman, where he was humorous and a little more like lovable than Jason Momoa as a like depressed drunk Aquaman, yeah, was way better. I would watch Aquaman a hundred times over this movie. But Zack Snyder has to make everything dark and moody. So. I don't even like 300. And that's like, is what most people will acclaim. Yeah. I, was, I don't know. Okay, then we meet Steppenwolf's babysitter, I call him. <laughs> the, the, like, the hooded guy that looked he, like the dude from Marvel? Yeah. Who's, a, like, I don't like that dude from Marvel either. Just have him talking to the main yeah. boss. Who cares? Like, we don't need this other character who doesn't do anything. Yeah. Like, like the. Well, Scream, I mean, Thanos' whole... Streamline your script. That's like Thanos' whole... Yeah. Little posse of guys there, like... Um, and then... Um, I just have a problem with the physics of how the Flash works in this yeah, movie. Yeah, me too. Because, like... Like... Anyone, like... When you're moving that fast and you hit something... Yeah. Gets obliterated. You no know one <laughs> like, he trips because he gets shot? Yeah. He's supposed to have been running around in a loop, and he's supposed to be, like, about to break light speed, right? Yeah. And then he trips, and he's completely fine. But that, okay, that's okay, because it's, like, within the Flash's character, like, he's more resistant to moving at those speeds. Yeah, but he was supposed to be going faster than he's ever gone before, and the only part of him that was hurt was his leg. We'll, We'll get to that. I have even more complaints about that scene later, but, like, when he, when he... Wonder Woman's, like, dropping her sword, and he, like, pokes it back up to her. Right. Um, if he hit that sword going that fast, I'm pretty sure he would, like, that would... Slide right through. That would, might shatter that sword. (laughs) Maybe. Like... I was gonna say the sword would just go right through his hand. Yeah, it'll also, like... Like, isn't that supposed to be, like, a god's sword? It's like, also, he pokes it? Yeah. How did he not know it was just gonna go, like, right through his finger? Like, if he touched the... Like, the edge of it, it probably should have shattered if yeah. he was moving that quickly. Or if he touched the edge of it, it might have cut him. Like, that was, like, there's just so many physics things with the Flash. And, again, I'm bringing up that end <clears throat> running scene. But it takes him probably 15 minutes of screen time to build up the running to yeah. do it. And then yeah. he does it like That's that. Mean. Like, he gets back up and he's it's done. Okay, also, the Flash. Ugh. This is, like, their first fight scene with Steppenwolf is basically where, where we're at now. Yeah, he could just and it, sorry, run it up looks to exactly like the final fight scene yeah. to me. It's terrible. There's no point, and it looks bad. Okay, but okay, the Flash could run up to Steppenwolf, vibrate his hand super fast, and pulverize his entire insides. Yeah, like the Flash is clearly way faster than Steppenwolf, and the Flash can do that. Like he vibrates through stuff. Yeah, that's something that the Flash does. Like he could put his hand inside Steppenwolf. And completely kill him. End this movie. And, and... I feel like they just... They'd be over. They powered down the entire Justice League and then made Superman a god. Like... Yeah. Ugh. Okay, and then I have another complaint here with... Because, like, at this point, Steppenwolf has just told Darkseid that the anti-life is here. And it's like, yeah. oh, it's on this planet? How did they not know that? Yeah. Like, how did they know the mother boxes were here? But, but not, not the, the anti-life? Like... Isn't that the whole point of the mother boxes being here? Yep. Like, 
and they seemed to know the history of Earth. Like, she knew that, he knew that she was, like, an Amazon warrior. Yeah, and the whole nine yards. So, like, he, they know about the history of Earth. Why do they not know that the anti-life is here? Like, did he forget to make a note of it or something? I guess. Like, it's just so stupid. Like, I thought that was the whole reason they were there. Yeah. Is it just that part made no sense, and then it says that the the boxes don't care about things; they just change things, right? I guess I don't even so know what they were about. Why? Well, why did they care when Superman died? That would imply that they were afraid of Superman, right? But they don't care; they're just they just change things. I don't know, man. <laughs> You're trying to find logic in a Zack Snyder movie. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he just wrote it all down so that he could release a four-hour movie and make a million more dollars. And then we have a, the Superman revival scene. Um, yep. Where they bring Superman back to life. That's a okay scene. I like the original version better, to be honest. Uh, I always thought... like I remember people complaining about that. You know the shot where Superman looks at the Flash when he's running? I saw a lot of people complain like, and use that as an example of Joss Whedon, one of his shots that they didn't like in the movie. Nope. And then it turns out to be Zack Snyder's, and I'm like, ugh. That was, and same with, like, a ton of the shots. That should have been the whole movie, is them reviving Superman, and then him being and then him being confused and starting destroying mm-hmm. things, because that's clearly what Zack Snyder wanted to do with the sequel, is have Superman... Be them having, guy. Yeah, yeah, so why didn't they just do that with this movie, and then have Justice League 2 be about Steppenwolf? Well, I think probably, like... Or have this Zack one always got without people. Superman, and then the next one they revive Superman, and that's what he does. Like, <laughs> I think with Zack Snyder too, though, he has to give and take with what's his ideas and what's just a bunch of executives' ideas at Warner Brothers, you know? Because like, there's the thing about how he didn't take pay for this so that he yeah. could have more say because they always meddle with his movies. And I think they probably just didn't give him the movies that he needed so we had to compile way more into this one and then now it's fucking four hours either that or he's just a bad director who hires bad writers yeah that's true I think that's way more likely yeah um I also have a complaint with Steppenwolf's axe that it only cuts people when it looks cool yeah otherwise he just uses it as like a club true uh and then we have the Lois and Martha scene which is the best scene in the movie there's actual genuine emotion and then it's completely ruined when she turns into the Martian Which Man I didn't Hunter. get. I was like, what? <laughs> you just ruined the best scene in That's the movie. That's how you introduce the Martian Man And Hunter. it's like, fuck Wait, you. Has, Mom, has Ma Kent always been the That's Martian That's what Man I thought. Hunter? I was like, is that what you're implying right now? <laughs> has, has Kevin Costner, like, been shacking yeah. up with a with Martian? With a fucking Martian this whole time? <laughs> what is going on? It's like, there's no point. It's just... I, I, it also, just doesn't make any sense. Like they are implying that it's just Martian Manhunter trying to convince Lois to come back, but how does he know so much about her and like how does Ma he know Ken and all this stuff? Yeah, none of it makes any sense. It's all just stupid. Yeah, what the fuck? Why? Where was he? Why didn't he help? Like he shows up before the fight and right after the fight to be like that happened. And then we have the Batman needs this. His, he has this like massive troop carrier that he's been working on. Why did they need a massive troop carrier to fly, like, five people? And the Flash could just run there. Like, so that uh, like, so like, that they could <laughs> replace that shot at the end when they're all standing on the building <laughs> instead of, like, being something else in front of the ship? I think that's the only reason. Like, he, he probably has a private jet. Just fly over and... Yeah. Like, there's no point. 
I will say I thought the, uh, you know the scene where Aquaman and Bat, they fly into the battle at the end? Yeah. I think it's better than the original one where it's all red and he jumps through the building and like, I yeah, thought that I, scene I think it's just, better than like the pink tentacles that's attacking what I mean. everything. Yeah, but, but like. It's still not good. No. Okay, and then we're in, we're in this final battle which takes approximately a million hours. Yeah. Um. So I would, they used more teamwork in this one, but but none really of them Superman really just did all the work. So again. also, <clears throat> Cyborg stands in front of that mother box for way too long in the logic of this scene, you yeah. know, and like they just did too much editing to make it longer, <clears throat> and it just feels like Flash is running around this building forever for like literally an hour. It feels <laughs> like he's running, and then he trips, which makes all the buildup <clears throat> I just felt useless, which makes sense, I guess. He got shot, but like. They flash back and forth so many times, making it feel like it was so urgent. And then he just gets back up from getting shot and runs and does it after Superman gets there. Like, yeah, they, none of this had to happen almost. It, they could have waited 30 seconds. Flash could have kept fighting with them and then started running when Superman got there. And he wouldn't have gotten shot. Like Another thing about that is Batman tells him you need to run faster than you've ever run before. And yet we've already seen him cross light speed. So... Right. He's not running faster than he's ever run before. Why, why would you include that line in your film? Yeah. That was stupid. And then, the f okay, if the Flash was moving near light speed, he and would he... have seen that shot coming. Yeah. Like, very slowly at him. Do you know how fast light speed is compared to, like, a bullet? Yeah. And? Like, even if, like, that, like, energy blast is, like, twice as fast as a bullet, which it wasn't because we're, like, they look super slow right. when we watch them. But even say it was, the Flash should have seen that and been able to, like, easily move, move. out of the way. Because yeah. he's moving so quickly. And the whole thing with putting <clears throat> Cyborg inside that box, I don't care. It was boring. <laughs> it's it so boring. All the scenes inside, like, oh. when he's, like, inside those boxes and he's seeing all this stuff, it's so boring. Nobody cares. And Superman has a black suit because Zack Snyder wanted to be edgy. It looked nice, but, like... Where did he Why? get a black suit? <laughs> well, he had all the suits, remember? He's suddenly Iron Man as well when he's yeah. walking through his Kryptonian ship and has ten different outfit choices. I thought he died. Like, when did he have time to redecorate and put yeah. all these fucking <laughs> spinning outfit things in his ship? That's so stupid. And then they kill Steppenwolf. Actually, they don't just kill Steppenwolf. They fucking the, the Flash, destroy Steppenwolf. The, the Flash running back in time was cool. It was not a good-looking scene, but it was, but it was cool, cool yeah. that he ran back in time. Everything they did with the Flash was pretty cool in this movie. But I don't. I just think that he. They made him whiny, and they mm, made yeah. him. And they cut like off Ezra Miller. Could, I think could play a great Flash. I just sure. don't think he could play a great Flash under Zack Snyder. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anybody can play a great character under Zack Snyder. They cut off Steppenwolf's head in like a obliterated, <laughs> hilariously and violent scene that looks it's like so, and it's just there so that Zack Snyder can put that R rating on. Yeah, is this to be edgy? I will say I liked the addition of blood in the scene where they're like the Amazonians are fighting him off. Yeah. I thought that looked cool because it made it look more violent. But like, why did you have to do Steppenwolf like that? Like, Jesus Christ! And then we get the epilogue, which is quite possibly the, <laughs> the worst, worst part thing of this movie ever created yeah. by anyone ever. It's First stupid, of all, why film it after and show us yeah. all this? This was this was like the only part that he filmed after. And this is the only reshoots he did. How in the world could you think it's a good idea for one of your movies 
to have a team of the Joker, Batman, Deathstroke, Mira, and fucking Cyborg. Like, I don't know. There's just, it's everything too about it is, It's just like a giant and then sequel bait. That whole, no, the whole, I think that it was just made so that Jared Leto could pretend he's insane <laughs> again. Like, it was really just made to oh. appease man children who yeah. called Zack Snyder a genius artist because he put incoherence sure. on and, the screen. Like, Jared Leto was a lot less annoying in this one as he was in uh, Suicide Squad. But yeah. he also <laughs> was just not needed. Thank like, you, Zack Snyder, for another dream sequence. Yeah. Um, also, this was filmed in a 4-3 aspect ratio. Well, it, sorry, it wasn't filmed in it. It was presented right. in it. Why? I don't know. Oh, they're releasing a black and white version. Of course Why? Like, okay. Action movies are played in widescreen because the human eye sees horizontally. Yeah. We see things wider than we do tall. That is why the intimate dramas are played in tighter aspect ratios. Action movies are played in widescreen. The only thing that's added was extra headroom. For no reason. Zack Snyder thought it was a good idea. It was also, so stupid. Martian Manhunter shows back up at yeah. the end to be like, good job. <laughs> Sorry I couldn't lend a hand. Flies away. <clears throat> Way to go, Martian Manhunter. Yeah. And um, he looks stupid. Yeah, he doesn't look great. Like, why couldn't he... You know Martian Manhunter from the old cartoon? Yeah. Where he was just bald and looked kind of like a dude? Yeah. Like, why do you have to make him look so weird? Yeah. This is, this is pretentious and horrible. Uh, I have a few positive things to say about the film, though. Okay. The pacing was actually, like, I wasn't that bored, which I would say is most of Zack Snyder's movie. I'm never bored, cause, just because he's always doing, like, a hundred different things at once. Right. That it's impossible to be bored. It's just, like, the pacing's not terrible. Something's always happening. Um, again, I like the Flash running back in time, and I like the Flash's opening scene. Uh, also, he dedicated the movie to his late daughter, which was nice. Rest in peace. Rest the in proceeds peace. are going to suicide prevention, so which is great. Yeah, that that's 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 the only that's good thing I have to say about Zack Snyder. Um, <laughs> rip, rip, autumn, rip, autumn. But uh, the rest of this movie is pure garbage. We now have our fa- favorite segment: three fake reviews. We have our fake review segment. Um, as you can imagine, there are some absolutely wild ones here for the Snyder Cut. So, let's get into this. Review number one. I'm confident. The title of this one is Zack Snyder is the greatest director for all times. 10 out of 10. Zack Snyder's Justice League is no exaggeration the best movie I have ever seen. All the characters are so cool and badass. Action was amazing and it was so dramatic. I even cried a couple times. It's so good. Some people complain because the picture is in a box, but they just don't get that this is not just a dumb Marvel movie. This is art. Hashtag restore the Snyderverse. Oof. Okay. The next review is a 1 out of 10 review titled I really want to watch this, but Ben Affleck. (laughs) After 9 minutes of watching, suddenly Ben Affleck appeared as Bruce Wayne. No! I can't continue (laughs) watching because of him. He has a really annoying presence and annoying charm. Hope they gave it to another actor and not Ben Affleck anymore. Seeing his face makes me cringe. <laughs> Poor Ben. The last review is called All Hail Lord Darkseid. 10 out of 10. The movie 
the the best movie I have ever watched. It's great. The graphics, the CGI, VFX, everything about the movie Pardon? is just so great. Oh, Which I one of those did I write? The first one. I did write the first okay. one. I want to meet the last guy <laughs> who thinks these VFX are fucking... Oh, my God. How could you be so dumb? <laughs> that man's never seen another movie. He's never seen anything else, especially Marvel. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> I'm mad at that guy. Genuine anger towards that man. Or woman. What, what would be your rating out of ten three. for the Snyder Cut? Three. Easy three. Yep. Uh, three just because there was a little bit of stuff I liked. I'm going to give it a five. Oh. But it's like, it's probably four and a half. It's not good, but right. it's one of Zack Snyder's better Which is crazy. superhero movies. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't like it. It's not a recommend. It's a hard skip. Watch The Father instead. And that's yep. it for us on this episode. We'll see episode you next seven. time. And it'll be remote recorded yeah. from Alberta on my side, yeah. Ontario here. So. And uh, we'll, we'll come back at you soon, hopefully, and uh, talk about something better, hopefully, than yeah. the Snyder Cut. Yeah. Which shouldn't be Which hard. <laughs> we can pick anything. <laughs> anything. Yeah. So, yeah. Enjoy, enjoy the rest of right now. Yeah. And tomorrow. Yeah. That's some... That's some deep shit, Jacob. I just came up with that right now. You should write Zack Snyder's next movie. <laughs> <laughs>